on the Guwahati to London ride, we basically had four 1200 GS BMW and two Himalayans. Uh, Himalayan got a ticket for overspeeding. <laughs> Biker Radio Broadcast advises safety at all times. Discusses underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how? Episode number 16. I'm Sunny. And I'm Shandy. And Jay Hind. Celebrating our 72nd Independence Day, we're joined on the show today by a proud soldier who is a purist, a disciplinarian, alpha wolf, a father, a biker, an entrepreneur, and someone who values loyalty above everything. Colonel Manoj Keshwar is with us on the long way home. Colonel Keshwar also served in the UN mission in Central Africa in Congo, headquartered at Kinshasa, between 2004 and 2005. Reporting on the mission to the United Nations headquarters, helping bring normalcy back into the Congolese nation from war. And he's seen a lot of war. His enterprise, Victorians, is a motorcycle tour company that organizes some of the most exotic tours. It is the only road trip company in India to be awarded the TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence. We met Mike earlier at his clubhouse in Gurgaon sometime in early May. Manoj Keshwar. Yeah. Welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Welcome to the long way home. Thank you, Shandy. Thanks, thanks. Are you a morning person? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a lot morning person. I'm ex-military, so early waking up is, is also like motorcycling expeditions. Yeah. You always want to keep the daylight to yourself. And how many years has it been, early mornings? Um, I joined National Defense Academy at the age of 16 and a half. Four or five months, I'll be 50. Which 2nd October, 1968. It's always a dry day, man. Yeah, I know. Tell us where it started. Yeah, it started uh, pretty young. Um, my father used to have a scooter. Where are you coming from? So my father's in the army, so oh, all over all over India, yeah, yeah. yeah. So You're this also another forging kid. Another forging kid, yes. So it started in Devlali. I was must have been eleven, twelve. Wow. <laughs> That's where the scootering started. What scooter? He, he used to have a Vijay Super. <laughs> really? So that's where it started, and then um, then of course uh, we went through this military routine about four years. Hmm. Um, became an officer, and first thing you buy as an as a military officer is a bike. Right. Um, because that's really a thrill you and also get your girlfriends <laughs> but is this a part of the culture then? getting a motorcycle is yeah, it is yes getting a motorcycle is one of the largest community now riding um, yeah. since very long it's always been right from Royal Fiend and Norton days yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a military officer will always uh, endeavor to have a motorcycle okay actually your instructors and teachers or directing staff would come on Royal Enfield and Norton's and then you would always think you're 
ऐसा होना चाहिए That was my first bike. All right. And that was a deliberate choice. It was a very deliberate choice. Why why the uh, deliberate uh, I mean did you have something in mind specifically? Or you didn't like the logo, you didn't like the name? Yeah, I like I didn't like this mix up. Ah, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I'm a kind of but a purist. Yes. So? Yeah, I I really want to stick to What makes you the purist? I think it comes from the DNA of loyalty. Okay. I mean loyalty is a big deal. I really value loyalty. So that's how I I probably it comes from there to stick to one thing. Okay. Yeah. What are the other areas that where you're a purist? Relations? Yeah, I invest a lot in relations and I have always believed less is more. Right. Um so yeah, books, movies, everywhere I'm I'm quite a purist. Mm-hmm. So right. I I have certain very specific uh, choices which I enjoy. I'd keep them lesser than more at any stage. Um and that's what gives me, gives me a lot of fun probably i have a a very clear sense of what i'm liking so i i never dabble too many things at a time i am a bombay sapper so i i grew up um, learning explosives and defusing explosives wow. building bridges building bridges uh, blowing bridges <laughs> so i grew up that way in the army the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on so what happens at age 42 Oh, a lot of things happen at age 42. Midlife crisis, is it? Yeah, you kind of start thinking about what you really are doing. Yeah, and if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, Mike kind of moves out from the army. Yeah. I mean, you know, 42 is at that that time in your life when you also are willing to take a risk and you have enough time to yeah. know, do stuff experiment. Or so you think. <laughs> Or so you think. Yeah. But he was I, I'm beginning to sound like you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it does. Sixteen episodes, and it, it took you sixteen episodes, right? So that's the first question you ask. Yeah. Right? What do you really want to do? What do you really like to do? Yeah. And so by uh, this time, he's already somebody. Yes. In, in the army, absolutely. He was commanding his unit, yes. which is, I think, one zero two engineer corps. Right. Yeah. And he's forty two. He's done all of this. Yeah. He's been to war. Yeah, he's been through war and peace. Yes, and he's worked with the United Nations, yeah. uh, which means he's traveled, he's seen the world. So uh, th- this was probably the perfect time to ask. Um, you know, did he plan this out, or did he just go for the eject button? And what did he say? Hi, this is Mike Keshwar, and this is the long way home. No, yeah, I, I jumped without a parachute. In fact, I um, I decided I'm, I have been doing that for a long time, including the world's highest bungee jump. Uh-huh. You just just jump. There Literally is there is no other way. Without a parachute, yeah, bungee is like yeah. jumping in the thin air. You, so you've done that. I've done that. Blue Kans Bridge is world's highest yeah. commercial bungee jump Where Guinness Guinness record. This is in South Africa. This is um, I think about 200 kilometers short of Port Elizabeth. Okay. on that garden route right and it's 216 meters of jump that's like about 650 700 meters of feet of jump so in that you almost die and live again <laughs> so i just jumped uh, what did you do first yeah i did a year of i am lucknow thereafter um, as heading hr for mcdonalds here really yeah i did that for a year i mean less than a year 
So I don't, uh, I didn't too much like the corporate four walls. All my life, I saw the open skies and and the yeah, green jungles. To be so I took that options. I jumped into living my dream. I said, enough road. with the yeah, uh, hit the road running. <laughs> so what do you do? I, um, yeah, I just raised this company called Victorians. Victorians also name also interestingly comes from the Victoria Cross Regiment I commanded. Uh, we used to call ourselves Victorians. Right. So I just, um, just to not to have copyright issue, I changed the K and the Z. Okay. So instead of Victorian C and S, it's V-I-K-T-O-R-I-A-N-Z. So <laughs> I don't have a copyright issue with that. Unless New Zealand gets pissed Yeah. NZ, last May. A lot of people actually uh, tell me, are you, you know, last May ANZ, so they say, are you Australia, New Zealand? Only as no, no, we're around the world. You can say also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should wake up in the morning and tell you. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of ideas in the morning. Tell us about Victorians. What does Victorians do? So, um, uh, when I was um, a month short of getting out of McDonald's, I okay. sat with my wife once again, like I did when I quit army. Right. So, she said, man, you're quitting again. <laughs> so, I said, Sarita, I, I don't think I'm liking doing anything uh, with anybody uh, which is not fitting my dream so uh, she just said okay let's sit down and what do you want to do rest of your life and Uh, die with it without changing anymore (laughs) I said uh, I want to ride around the world Uh so yeah that's how Victorians began uh, in Mm 2012-13 and we've had a journey I mean initial uh, initial thing I used to say was you know uh, I'm around 45 46 and uh, you know I still have 25 years of motorcycling left in me at least so I said agar ek saal mein ek country bhi launch karte hai, 25 years 25 countries so I used to call it dream 25 in fact a lot of people who know me they know the dream 25 okay. yeah dream 25 is um, explore one country a year yeah. in 25 years right so that, that that was the limiting factor which I just set as a name because right. in military you begin nothing without setting a name and that aim can't be more than one sentence because that that focuses energies yes. and uh, stops distractions and also in your own mind you know what is going right and what is not going right as per aim right. well you have a right to change the aim but once the aim is set your energies will be focused right. Right. so that that's how and you get to overachieve also which you yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah that's the, the, so the purpose set was dream 25 okay it was not even a sentence huh. dream 25 is one word dream 25 hash dream 25 and you're thinking dream 50 now Yes, because this this went You're six months from hitting fifty. <laughs> so yes. I, in life, I continue to tell people, you know, we set a, a paper for ourselves and then we fail in answering it. Yeah. So in life, you should set easy papers for yourself so uh-huh. that you excel in them. That's fair. <laughs> That's perfectly fair. So finally, you know, uh, I set an easy paper for myself, probably, and uh, we did twenty five countries in what uh, first four years. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hi, this is Mike Keshwar. And this is the long way home. Home, 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 home. 
all of Southeast Asia is done. Half of Europe is done. Okay. Uh, except for Northern, we've not done the Nordic countries. Okay. But most of the Europe is done. We do a North Europe and the South Europe rides. Uh, of course, UK and Scotland is done. South Africa is done. Uh, New Zealand is done. Australia is done. So now what we've decided is Victorians is going to do one iconic ride each year. Okay. Next year, we're going to do Trans-Africa. Okay. So, to Cape so Town. those are the ones that you will be doing yourself? Almost all of them, I uh, I do the first first recce's and then a couple of more to set the procedures right. right. So, like military, we work on standard operating procedures yes. so that the quality can be monitored. Right. Um, completely operational excellence. Right. Uh, so, I set them up. And the wife handles that part as well? She handles, uh, yeah. I mean, she handles the whole logistics. I do the ride part. She does everything like from hotels to places to eating to in a place what are those three things which all riders must do eat at this place okay. see this location you know and stuff like that okay. so that's quite a fundamental research which I set up as a travel product today and uh, like we have this Mei Hong Song ride which is so matured a ride Mei Hong Song is uh, Loop is Asia's finest super biking motorcycling circuit okay mm-hmm. um, where does it start where does it go it starts in Chiang Mai okay. uh, northern yeah. Thailand right. It does Mei Hong Song, which is the greenest part of uh, that part of the world and the greenest in um, in Thailand. So, and there are 1864 hairpin bends. Which 1864? Hairpin bends. Uh, it's, it's known hash 1864. The world doesn't know it, but we brought it to the Indian riders. Okay. We've taken about 500 plus riders to that circuit. Okay. Um, How long And is it's circuit? amazing. It it's five day. It's a five day circuit. Overall kilometers is about 1300. Okay. And we add another 300, 400 to take them to a Lao border and stuff like that. Okay. It's called so, Golden Triangle. So 1864 uh, hairpin, hairpin bends, bends in a distance of... Uh, the distance is about 500 kilometers you have 1864 okay and some of them are very compressed high density some of them are extremely good so for a super biker in asia there isn't a finer circuit Mm -hmm. every super biker must do that for the thrill of riding wow and it's so close home it is one of the most affordable Right, I would imagine. And, I mean, numbers justify it. So, right. <laughs> it's one of the most affordable. The bikes are superlative. Uh, the circuit is good. The roads are outstanding. There is hardly anybody on those roads. Right. And you can really have fun of super biking in Mehong Son Loop. Uh, so it's all spiced up and we go to this um, Karen Longneck village in which the only one or two villages in the world where they elongate their necks right, 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 you know right, right. Uh, so it's it's pretty well spiced up with lots of stuff mm-hmm. and explore so the whole thing is exploring a part of geography wow. on bikes right. so explore Swing ride. So, in spite of doing a lot of exploration while you're riding, you managed to speed up your Dream 25 in five years. Yeah, it, it just sold out. I mean, for me, God has been kind, and so have been uh, friends who've been riding with me. I mean, they, I call them ride mates. I mean, uh, I don't like using this customer stuff. Uh, all riding mates are all very close friends. Right. Um, so, if if you've ridden with me and you're traveling through Delhi, you can't go away without having a beer with me. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. When you're on a ride, and we've yeah. asked this question to a, quite a few people. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, we have. Yeah. Then when you're riding solo, it's all okay. Yeah. yeah. But when you're riding in a group, the yeah. group dynamics are really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Five-day syndrome. Yeah, especially after five days. Yeah, yeah. like Vijay said. Uh, so we put this question to Mike. They say that if you really want to get to know a person, travel with him. But the thing is that, you know, you set out on a ride... 
because you want to do it. Yeah. And of course, uh, you're not doing it on your own and you've consciously, there are... There's a group. There is a group of people. Yeah. Either you choose who you want, but uh, travel will do that to you, right? Uh, you it, learn. It will reveal yeah. character. Yeah. And it doesn't come in the first instance. No, there's a price to pay. And yeah, and it takes some time. The five-day syndrome. They say that if you can make it past five days, then it's all good. The get-out-of-my-face syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my face in room hi this is mike keshwar and this is the long way home um coming to playing out of character so so expeditions actually bring out your deeper stuff so i refrain from judging for sure while they all play it's possible <laughs> Come on, let's, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, it is you possible. Know, there's, there's this thing about, uh, let's, I don't want to be judgmental. Hey, yeah. you are judgmental. Yeah, yeah, naturally everybody you, is... You is, are. Yeah, yeah, what you, are you saying? You brought up judgmental. Yeah. You brought up judgmental. But my, yeah, my trick is I keep postponing it. Okay, <laughs> okay. You do? I keep postponing judgment because I have seen... Uh, Learned it the hard People way. who... Yeah, I mean, in the military we have... We, we begin expeditions very early. Right. And um, people play out their character. So I know this part from my own bringing up that in expeditions people will play out the part but that's not what they remain throughout life right so you know give yourself a little more time is how you would yeah postpone t- postpone taking a judgment right for a while right because the first interaction is a lot made up right and ye dissolve ho jata hai tougher the expeditions faster it dissolves right. and then you come to your basic mother earth and you <laughs> behave your your real stuff mike yaar ye sab log itni tez chala rahe hain i can't ride fast so i can't do this Yeah. I said, yeah, you can do it on your own pace, yeah. uh, and I allow people to have their own pace because, in my opinion, you are actually not hitting fun if you overdo or underdo your potential. If somebody was not into riding very fast and getting from point A to point B, yeah, and uh, so how do you take him along? Because that's what upsets the bunch that's actually doing this at. Say, so I don't. I, I mean, this is something very key with us. Um, you don't play golf. I do play golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so there's everybody has got a par. Like I mean, taking off from golf, you define your level to say I'm a, a 18 handicapper or a 25 handicapper or a 10 or a scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, and moment you introduce conditions for him not to play at his level, right. you are risking. Yeah. Right. And motorcycling is. unstable platform yeah. from every dimension right even if your thoughts go into a screen saver mode mm-hmm. you are fit to be an accident right. <laughs> so wow that's a great analogy right because uh, there is a monotonous part in in screen riding saver. and there is a fun part in riding so mm-hmm. this mehong sonlu fortunately doesn't let you go into a screen saver because there's so much of a variety on the road right um and you have to be you know damn into it and so so that's like a meditation yeah. you focused on road it's like the tt tt races yeah yeah, yeah. yeah well, i don't think there's any other company who's taken people to tt races we've done that you've done that yeah yeah so okay. we took gods i mean uh, yeah. arun tareja and uh, yeah, yeah. 16 18 riders yeah. we took them to tt races so i think most of their trips are now being curated by you yeah I mean, Thankfully, I mean, I'm fortunate. <laughs> I am the vehicle for their. No, this is good. This dreams. market is opening up. Yeah, I, I think it's great that Indians are now beginning to realize that 
you know, we've done enough of the Leh, Ladakhs and this and that. And now the boys are, you know, they're looking for something else. They yes. are well-traveled also. Yes, yes. So they've seen the, condi- the conditions. Yeah, that's like. right. And um, India is not yet ready for super bikes. So one of the, mm-hmm. uh, it's not ready. I mean, yeah. let me tell you that the more, more accidents happening with super bikes. Right. Um, there is safety issues. There are roads issues. Yeah. Uh, there is also a mentality issue. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's shallowness in a lot of people who pick up super bikes and don't respect the power in it and don't respect um, the responsibility which comes with speed and power. Um, so that's that's a very key issue in India. We, we yet to mature to a super biking thing. It it is unfortunate. It's taking so many accidents and bad news to finally mature to it. Although institutionally, it's still not happening. You know, there isn't an institution which says, "Well, guys, this is the right way of riding a super bike. This is not the right way of doing super bikes." So wheelies and this and that and yeah. you know, I did so much speed and I did so much of stuff. So with all power, I mean. Yeah. has to be enjoyed with responsibility absolutely but, but you don't restrict yourself to just super bikes because no I'm a, I'm a very very neutral bike neutral brand neutral geography neutral guy <laughs> so right. Right. so I don't uh, really associate with any brand I'm right. pretty happy with um, exploring the world yeah I'm pretty happy with my single line is explore Right. Even if you have to do in but, anything. But you normally recommend, like, like the saying goes, horses for courses, right? I mean, so. For example, I strongly recommend Japanese bikes for Mei Hong Sun Loop. Yeah, okay. uh, amazing. 650 is the caliber. A lot of people say, my 1000cc de de. Lele, yeah. But uh, you won't enjoy it uh-huh. because it's overpowered for a, for a right. course which is laid out. Right. Uh, in Scotland, um, 800 to 1200cc plays out extremely well mm-hmm. and beamers do an outstanding job mm-hmm. similarly for European uh, circuits which we have uh, a lot of them starts in Barcelona some start in Paris uh, some start in Rome um, BMW 1200 makes a great sense The Biker Radio Broadcast Listen Connect Ride on My way Hello guys, this is uh, Sagar here, uh, reporting from Manali, from the TVS AOG, right? I'm here with the uh, TVS team, uh, the AOG Apache Honors Group team. We uh, travelled to Leh Ladakh and then Nubra Valley and now we are back to Manali. This it was a tough day of ride because uh, it was raining the entire uh, time and uh, uh, it was mud, slush and uh, like snow all over. It was, it was tough. Was tough. We reached Manali like an hour back, and we are here partying. So, Mitra, how was the ride? The ride was brilliant. The way the machines handled were really good. What did you ride? I, I ride an Apache RDR 200. 200. And this is one of the best rides of my life till now. Okay, so you have ridden before. How many kilometers have you ridden? Uh, like I, I have ridden like 50,000 and odd kilometers. This is one of the memorable ones. Where it's are you from? I'm from Tumkur. The guy behind the entire ride. Thank you, thank you, Sagar. It's been an amazing journey so far. We started on 27th of July with 40 folks together, 30 bikes. It was fantastic. No injuries, nothing. And people, they have ridden so far beautifully on each and every kind of track. We had a track which is plain tarmac. We had track which was off-road. We had, you know, nalas. We, we had ghat sections. People really did well in their ride. And Sagar being as an amazing person, we, we, we really love you, Sagar. Thank you so much, Abhishek. Gayatri Patel from Kolapur, Maharashtra. And I'm true wanderer 2018. Second runner-up. 
one of the best ride I ever had. And right now I'm enjoying the TBS riders at Johnson's Cafe at Manali. So that was Gayatri Patel, the two wanderers on the Dhoinet Run-Up. This was Sagar for the My Ways. Thank you guys. Keep riding, keep exploring, keep wandering. You have a great day. Bye-bye. My Way. Hey, thank you, Sagar. That was fantastic for doing the My Way. Anybody else who wants to do the My Way, come on. Just call us up. 89202-76675. 89202-76675. Just send us what you think about your ride. Tell us all about it. We'll put it on the show. So that was Sagar on My Way. And let's get back into the show now and really figure out what it takes to put together a ride, you know, put thought on paper. Yeah, and do everything and then wait. Yeah, it's like us waiting for my ways. It's a positive. It's a little positive. So, okay, so guys, uh, getting back to... Uh, this is Mike. BRR+. Plus. <laughs> so, getting back to uh, Mike Keshwar, and um, we're trying to understand what it takes to put together a ride. It obviously takes a lot of planning, a lot of thought. It yeah. takes intent, of course. Yeah. And uh, there are some things that you just can't do just on your own. Yeah. So you need people. Yeah. So there was Mike. Yeah. He worked out his plans. Yeah. And he waited. And he waited. He put it out there and he waited. But, and as always, patience pays. Yeah. And did it pay? It paid. All you need is one person. Hi, this is Mike Keshwar. Keshwar. And this is the long way home. Home, home. So this year, this year when I put it out in the month of November, I put out to say, let's ride around half of the world uh, all the way to London. Mm. I want to put this together. As long as we are four or five of us, we'll just go. Okay. Two months later, somewhere around mid-December, somebody called Rajat Singh Shekhawat okay. is the owner of Suvasa, chain of yeah. ethnic clothing. Okay. And also from the royal family of Dundlod. There's, okay. there's a principality in Rajasthan. Okay. Um, so he calls me and he says, Mike, uh, I want to meet you. I have come from Jaipur. He says, what are the chances of this not going through? I have got 100% chances. If you know, a few people don't come in, it doesn't make sense. So what if nobody joins and I say that you make me do it? Is that possible? Just me, he says. Or just me and you. I said, it's got a cost, yeah? He says, yeah, don't worry about that. What if it's just me and you doing it? I said, at a slightly higher cost, it is possible. He says, let's start from here. (laughs) Fair enough. Because if I say yes, I will come what may, I am going to do it. So I really saw a steely resolve, which really clicked with me. I said, okay, Rajan, done. Hmm. We will do it. Right. Hmm. You and me will do it. Hmm. He says, okay, so this is happening now. Right. Now begin to say this. This is what he told me and he guided me. He says, begin to say this, that two of us are going for sure. And uh, anybody else? And I started telling my friends that, guys, me and Rajat are going. You guys want to come in? Uh, so we made seven people. <laughs> wow. If the resolve is strong, yeah. things will happen. Yeah. Right. And I said, okay, Rajat will make it too. Uh, so then there is this um, uh, family uh, who owns Path Care Labs. Mm. 
डॉक्टर जी वी प्रसाद डॉक्टर जी वी प्रसाद केम टू मोटरसाइकिलिंग थ्री इयर्स बैक एंड ही फील्स दिस इज हिज पैशन एंड इज रेस्ट ऑफ हिज लाइफ इज गिव दिस ही इज इन लेट फिफ्टीज रजत इज मिड फोर्टीज जी वी इज लेट फिफ्टीज एंड सो जी वी सन इज जस्ट आउट ऑफ एम बी बी एस रक्षित and uh, dr prasad rakshit rakshit just finished mbbs right. and he is riding with us okay. so both of them are on bmw 1200 gss okay. rajat is also t 1200 gs okay. then there is another very close friend of ours who's done uh, mehong son loop he's done bhutan with us and so uh, his name is uh, kumaresan Okay. we call him raisan okay. uh, raisan is another outstanding you know he's a buddha on a bike uh-huh. he's got oh. tremendous patience and, and tremendous capabilities oh. to ride um so he's he's he also has a business down there in coimbatore okay and that's where he's coming from uh-huh. and we have two amazingly spirited people from amdabad okay uh, they are hiren bhai patel and prakash bhai patel uh-huh. uh hiren patel is a farmer okay and he says i'll sell two acres of land to come on this one <laughs> so so he says i've kept a few acres uh-huh. and kya karna hai mike bhai uh-huh. he is closing 60 Okay. and if he is 60 he can't ride into china you know that is it no you can't ride if you are 60 you can't ride into china so hiren so, bhai said mike bhai mere ko to karna hi hai <laughs> i have left in 6 months he says to be 60 and very very spirited farmer That's a bike or a AC. <laughs> okay so for the benefit of our listeners it's uh, breakfast time yeah here at yeah. the irio grand arch yeah in gurgaon yes and we're sitting in the clubhouse yeah the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on welcome back i'm shandy i'm sunny and we had no idea how loud that air conditioning equipment was yeah for a moment i thought that was some kind of a chopper that was going to land <laughs> or somebody started their motorcycle inside the clubhouse building yeah So basically, the air conditioning was trying to fend off what is a Gurgaon early May heat wave. Yeah. So we we listened to what we recorded after we spoke to uh, Mike. There was so much a noise that we had to unfortunately shelve that interview. Sh- yeah. So, I mean, we thought earlier we thought you could our listeners would endure, but then we thought that's not fair. Yeah. And of course, Mike had his um, big ride coming up. Yeah, and he so was doing. He the, was gone, and he was gone. Actually, yeah. literally, he was leaving the same day. Uh, so all we could do is wait for him to return. Yeah, and just a couple of weeks back, he's come back. A long wait, man. Fifty-three days it took him to get back. Yeah, twenty-two thousand six hundred and thirty kilometers, and that's only till Ace Cafe London from Guwahati. Right, that so, is so, the Trans Eurasian tour that he took. and if anybody is wondering why it was guwahati was because there were other people riding in from different places everybody was collecting congregating at guwahati so last week we caught up with mike once again and struck up a conversation which strangely centered around our mutual relief ha ke wo wapas aa gaya yeah we could now complete a story that we had abandoned due to the noise and well mike had his reasons for relief and his reasons were slightly different so let's get back on the long way home with colonel mike keshwar and discover his relief let's do that hi this is mike keshwar and this is the long way home yes few few things feels very nice one is food uh, second is the toilet 
Oh, you got toilets. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, we were. Um, in fact, in fact, on Irkishtam Pass, which is in Kyrgyzstan, huh. the Chinese delayed us so much on the border. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to get into somebody's house. Okay. And twelve of us, we went into this family house, which is uh, there's a place called Saritash. Uh-huh. It's on the top of the Irkishtam Pass, and Irkishtam Pass is part of the Pamir Ranges. And this family took us in. About uh-huh. 12 of us, uh-huh. they vacated three rooms and put gaddas on the floor okay. uh, and uh, cooked food for us at 2 o'clock in the morning uh, and they all went into their kitchen to sleep. Oh. So we asked them, why are you doing all this? They say, sir, this is Ramzan time and God has sent you to us. What? For us, you are gods and who will come to us and I think we are blessed that you are here. So 2.30 food for us. 4.30 they have to wake up again for their morning. Um, yeah, uh, and amazing humanity all around. So um, in the morning, you know, this, this was all fun. In the morning, you know, there were ladies, a couple of ladies with us. And uh, the toilet is that big hole into the ground, you know. Right. And you know how it is in yeah. a lot of these places. The black hole. Yeah. <laughs> Although they had put all these powders and all that which they do, yeah. disinfecting So and that's stuff. what you were doing on the top of the Pamir Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is what we had to do. I mean, I have, where is the choice, man? Right. There is no choice. Uh-huh. Um, and so, the big happiness coming back to India, one of course is amazing food we have. I think we have 26 kinds of food. Uh, but starting from, leave, leave aside Central Asia, Starting from Russia till London, you have mm-hmm. same food, yeah, uh-huh. burger and pizza and stuff. So but India has got some bread, yeah, a lot uh-huh. of breading and. <laughs> the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. The start point for uh, Guwahati to London ride, um, which was a 53-day ride, was from Guwahati. Okay. okay. So we basically had four 1200 GS uh-huh. BMW and two Himalayans, which reached there. Okay. Uh, there was a car in which my family, Sarita, was driving. And there was a backup logistic car, which Ankit was driving. Okay. So, that was the convoy. And what were you riding? When, when you in between, yeah, I was doing BMW so switchover. Yeah, switch over on yeah, BMW, BMW switchovers, yes, yes. So, yeah, we started on uh, 1st of May as planned. The first country we crossed was into Myanmar. So, bullock carts on the road, the way they used to go in India about 50 years back. So, they're still into that good giving uh, old agriculture kind of a living and it's very safe very safe to get in there although the border is a is a tricky part okay. but of course that we could manage uh, and we saw in Myanmar two of the best locations one is Bagan Bagan uh-huh. is Sea of Pagodas yes. and we saw Inle Lake right. Inle right. Lake is an ecosphere in itself completely secluded from rest of the civilization so it's shallow uh, yeah and it's very large yeah. it's very large and shallow of course yeah. But it grew by itself. So it's got, um, you know, lotus clothes. It's got lotus food. So these people, they have the whole life system revolving around lotus, weeds, lake uh, and stuff. Uh, so Inlay was amazing. Uh, and uh, then we further went east into Golden Triangle area. Golden Triangle is, um, so it's a junction of uh, three countries, okay. uh, Laos, Thailand and uh, Myanmar. Okay. So the smugglers will take from one place, run to another border and uh, Jel Khonsa was the guy who okay. was most popular for drugs there. Okay. And there's a museum to his... Uh, Dedicated to him? Yeah, his and his works. In <laughs> 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 Golden Triangle. Important <laughs> contribution to society. Yeah, and it's called uh, 212 House of Opium. Oh, okay. That's the name of the museum. Uh-huh. It's in Golden Triangle. Um, so, and then we crossed over to Laos. Okay. okay. Lao People's Democratic Republic, 
लाओ पी डी आर काफी लोग लाओस लाओस बोलते हैं अमेजिंग कंट्री अगेन वन ऑफ द वेरी वेरी अंडर डेवलप्ड इन टर्म्स ऑफ एवरीथिंग एक्सेप्ट रोड्स एंड वाई रोड्स आर वेरी गुड इन इन प्लेसेज लाइक म्यांमार एंड हेयर इज आई थिंक चाइनीज आर रियली पुशिंग इन लॉट ऑफ मनी इन टू बिल्डिंग रोड्स सो दैट दे प्रोड्यूस कैन एक्चुअली गो इन टू साउथ ईस्ट एशियन कंट्रीज बट लाओ रिमेन्स कम्प्लीटली सिंपलिस्टिक कंट्री एंड यू नो इन वियतनाम वॉर दे कम्प्लीटली गॉट बॉम्ड आउट ऑफ शेप अमेरिकन्स डिड लॉट्स ऑफ कार्पेट बॉम्ब बॉम्बिंग टू स्टॉप द वियत कॉन्स from coming down to saigon and other plant. a lot of french food a bit of it and there is a lot of local stuff frogs and stuff wow <laughs> i eat a lot of it so what is your favorite um i ate all of it yeah i didn't i mean from lizards to beetles to i ate everything yeah, yeah i was amazing khush ho gaye ha ha and what about the kids they had inhibition because this was early days the right. inhibition went away in next 7 days <laughs> okay so when they found nothing else yeah. you know one of the things about law is there are still bomblets in people's fields right yes and right. Uh, there are deaths happening every day uh people trying to pick those bombs because they're all motion sensor bombs right. oh uh, my god and people are dying kids are dying uh, so it's like a ball and you yes. moment you rotate it at an angle it just blasts in your hand so completely unmined areas in lao the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on lao say we um, we enter bothen this is a place called bothen border and mon port mm-hmm. through yunnan province yeah. and uh, kunming was our first okay uh, okay place where we stayed mm-hmm. and i'm imagining the roads to be absolutely so the roads and infrastructure in china is ahead of times mm-hmm. um they don't need so much and they already have so much right uh, so in china some provinces um don't even allow a motorcycle to come to a petrol pump and fill fuel okay they will be made to stand outside and in a small jerrycan you will take fuel and fill it up so and those jerrycans are 5 liter jerrycans okay. so if bmw takes 20 liters you have to do it four times and in further northern provinces northern you go in china it becomes even more difficult for motorcycles to to have their logistics going so we face tremendous challenges uh, as far as motorcycling fuel was concerned okay in sinkyang province um, we kept 60 liter storage always with us so the range of a bmw 1200 was something like 360 to 420 you know in one tank full while himalayan was 180 to 200 there was a time uh, when in between the petrol pumps the distance was more than 200 and therefore there was a flame out for one of the himalayans china is not motorcycling friendly at all the landscape which was most amazing in china was the one which we went to eastern tibetan plateau and it's flat at 30000 feet above mean sea level and yeah. i i can't tell you how good it is we haven't seen something like that in our lives how I, long is that stretch thousands of kilometers flat just flat land and beautiful road Very cold, thirteen thousand feet. From here till the eye goes, yaks and yaks. So that was amazing. And um, China was how many days? China was nineteen days. Nineteen out days. of fifty-three. But but my my view of China really changed. You know, we keep having this idea of China, cheap lights and uh, mm-hmm. substandard electronics and stuff like that. But China has got many grades, and within China, everything is very high standard. They got communes, so people mm-hmm. stay in communes. between city and city there's nothing there's only a road and a petrol pump convenience store which also closes and people go back to communes so communism communes uh, roadside help agar aap kahin phas jate ho raat mein ya emergency mein will not come will not come they always call police police will come there aren't many people 
from Kunming, where, where did you go? What was the next stop? Uh, we went to Chengdu and uh, Chengdu's got uh, the giant panda. Right. Giant panda is uh, one of the animals probably our grandchildren will never see. No more exists in the wilderness. Yes. It is only existing in captivity and it's being bred in captivity. Chengdu is um, like we have this golf course road. Mm-hmm. So if you extend this golf course road by 100 kilometers, that's how Chengdu is. So everybody from villages is coming here actually in the communes okay. to work. Okay. So okay. Chengdu is a very large center in Western China. Right. And if you come to Tibet, let's say from Chinese side, yeah. we first go to Chengdu. Right. So most next, of this is residential essentially. Residential, commercial, very westernized so it's like business a, yeah, center. A very westernized kind of business center. Yeah, right. it's a glass chrome and steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China is all glass chrome and steel. There is very oh, really? yeah. There is very little ethnicity left, and those are also protected areas. So, which means if you want to go to an ancient Chinese village, it will be protected in that part, uh, and you go it as a as a tourism. As a tourism. Yeah, yeah. So that's how China is. So um, after Chengdu, we. We went over to Turpan. That's where the Central Asian Muslim kind of a culture starts dawning in. Oh, right. um, and um, then we saw one of the castles on the Great Wall. Okay. Mm. Uh, that was amazing. At Jiguan. And also an oasis in the Gobi Desert. Oh. Yeah. And in Gobi Desert, we had a daytime summer snowfall. You must uh, have only heard of it. Daytime it's a summer snowfall. Summer snowfall. It was the month? It was a miracle. There was, there was May. Uh, it snowed. We kept riding, of course. Ahead of Turpan, we hit a storm praying that we should not hit it. And we hit a storm um, of, uh, I think it was 65 to 70 kilometers per hour speeds. The bike's leaning at 60-70 degrees to keep yourself from falling off. Uh-huh. And uh, so you were riding? through that storm and we oh. had to abandon the ride for the day. Came back and went the next day morning. What they told us was, um, on an earlier occasion, the bullet train had got lifted from its track. And just like our right. truckers, big truckers, the size four times of any of our trucks. Those the kind of truckers, they all, they all stop. We went below in a culvert okay. to save ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we called police. Then big thing is you can't just go back because the highway is one way. And the next U-turn is 100 kilometers away. Yes. So... Um, you just can't go back. Mm. So you, we called police. At a toll, they stopped all the traffic. Brought us back. Happy to so China me and Tempestuous. <laughs> China was great. So then we went, um, uh, after doing this Gobi Desert, we reached Kashgar. Kashgar. Kashgar is, um, is the melting pot of civilization since ages. Right. Because it's, it's a thick nucleus of um, Silk Route. Right. Um, all Mongols who came from Mongolia to India, all the right. people, raiders who came from everywhere, right. they all passed through Kashgar. And it's a beautiful, beautiful town. It's got uh, it's got a part which is called Old Town and preserved in its old heritage. It's got foods like nowhere else in China. It's got beautiful women, men mm-hmm. like nowhere else in China. They okay. have features which are quite different. Part Mongoloid, part Central Asian. Okay. Part looking, I mean, part sharp. Okay. Iranian. It's also a place where very different kind of music is generated. Oh. So Kashgar, um, we had two days in Kashgar. I had always kept it that way. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Biker Radio. Soundboard. Hi guys, this is Captain JP Joshi, also known as Joe. I am a combat and survival trainer and the chief mentor for an organization called Fitcom. I am here today on Biker Radio Broadcast to continue with our series on EDCs or Everyday Carry. Well guys, today we are going to talk about knife. In fact, I call it a toss. It's a tool of safety and survival. It makes good sense to carry a blade or a knife. 
A knife gives you a sense of empowerment. So it really uh, is a force multiplier. Well, in India, the knife could be as long as 8 inches, including the handle, but the length of the blade has to be 3.5 inches, not more than that. And the width should not be more than 2 inches, is legal and permitted to carry. Apart from uh, our day-to-day kitchen application, it's a very potential self-defense tool of safety and survival. Various applications, you can cut strap of your uh, jacket or helmet straps uh, if you need to free yourself. You can even use a knife as a screwdriver. You can tie it at the end of a stick or a bamboo and it becomes a spear against uh, wild animals or some sort of mob attack. So it's a very potential jungle survival tool. Like it can help you cut firewood, can be used for hunting. You can use a knife to etch signals or write numbers or whatever indications to other people uh, if you get lost. And it also works as a flint to make fire. Go on to my blog which is fitcom.blogspot.com. Also a website fitcom.com. That is all from my side today. Have a nice day. Stay safe and stay empowered. Bye-bye. Biker Radio. Soundboard. Soundboard. So thank you, Joe, for yet another survival tool. There's so many things you can do with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you have, you know, the other thing that you can do with a knife, if you have a sh- uh, shiny blade, it can be used to kind of um, get somebody's attention, you know, reflect the sun into their eyes. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, in a non-threatening way, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's what it is with a knife, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so of course, a knife will conjure up images of kind of violence. Offen- offensive violence. Yeah. But it has many, many other uses, as you just yeah. heard. Yeah. And uh, I mean, putting marmalade on toast is not that violent. Not at all. Not at all. But, you know, b- be careful with the knives. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. Especially if you have a switchblade knife and you're trying to do something with like a screwdriver, that thing can come back and take off your thumb. Yeah. Or whatever else appendage that is hanging around. Okay. Um, so which means that you keep the level of your working table a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> Posture is very important. Posture is very important when you have a knife in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Very dramatic imagery here. Okay. Now we're moving on. Hey, let's get back into the show. Uh, with Mike. Yeah. And, uh, so he's moving across Asia, right? Yeah. And this gets to the exotic part of... Central Asia and uh, Kashgar. Hi, this is Mike Keshwar and this is the long way home. So, Kashgar and then you get... Then we got into Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, I mean the road we took was the road uh, Chinggis Khan would have taken. Right. You can see that you're you're already (laughs) getting there yourself. (laughs) Yes. um, And and then we moved into Kyrgyzstan. Thank God you were traveling with family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kyrgyzstan is, um, in fact, all the three stans, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, which we went. So Kyrgyzstan is the hilliest. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Uzbekistan is plain. Mm-hmm. And Kazakhstan is grasslands. Yes. Endless grasslands where you'll have wild horses and wild camels running around like that. And thousand miles of grasslands and grasslands and grasslands. But the most beautiful amongst them remains Kyrgyzstan. That's hills, mountains, snow, ice, and the meandering roads and the gushing rivers. And, and the roads are nice? I think the roads are nice. Tea. Kyrgyzstan is very pretty. Very pretty. Very pretty and uh, wild, the landscape, wild horses. And the people. Yeah. 
people is amazing i mean people in stans is like very large hearted people mm-hmm. very large hearted for them money is secondary mm-hmm. doing good is primary mm-hmm. today in kyrgyzstan then we cross over to uzbekistan then we come into fargana where fargana is a place where babar was born and also it's it's a silk route so you will see typical silk route stuff and porcelain and blue mm-hmm. ट We also went to Lal Bahadur Shastri's memorial. Ah, okay. Yeah. We couldn't have finished the day in Tashkent without doing that. That was very thoughtful of you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Went there and um, we paid our homage. Great man. Yeah. Who was there for a few days in our country as head, but we still remember him. Well, oh, that's fondly. so good to hear. Yeah. That's yeah. so good to hear. Amazing so man. Jai Jawan, Jai Kisan. Jai Jawan, Jai Kisan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and everybody was very, you know, How we had tears. To, how did it feel to stand in front of... Oh, you had tears. You had goosebumps. Even now I'm having goosebumps and tears to that man. <clears throat> no, um, no, I'm choked. This is amazing feeling in that central... And they all respect um, man like that. Tashkent also has amazing subway rail system okay built by yeah. uh, Russians of course you yeah. know that these towns were under the shadow of Absolutely. USSR right. they're part of the USSR and they're part of USSR and uh, they are still not completely out of it there is right. a full shadow of Absolutely. communism there yes. the biggest statues are still of lenin and the topis are all the same yeah and the railways they made is so much below the earth that a nuclear attack will save people of the city wow going so it served dual purposes yeah. that means the whole of the city can go underneath mm. close the thing and they will be saved of the nuclear attack mm. if you go to tashkent you must watch their metro stations okay. they okay. are piece of art so pardon my geography from so you're moving from uh, kyrgyzstan to kyrgyzstan to uzbekistan this is which is west mm. and then steer north to kazakhstan So you're getting into Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan now. Isn't Kazakhstan the same place where they have the space yeah, yeah. cosmodrome? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Same place, and also Aralsi. Aralsi is Aralsi or Aralsk. But now you start having this village culture. There are villages, and ah. interaction is a lot more. Ah. Um, fuel stations are far and in between. Okay. There is hardly any. So Kazakhstan is supposedly a nomadic country. Right. There are. It doesn't have a tradition of agriculture. It's got a tradition of shikar horses caravans um, is it similar to mongolia in many mongolia, ways yeah yeah very very similar yeah. and uh, and falcons so, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah of course yeah. land of falcons those enduring images yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's um, that's kazakhstan and very large you had about 8 days to cross kazakhstan okay that's huge yeah it's huge it's huge it's, it's world's ninth largest country as you go north oh. the mosques start turning into churches Ah okay so oh, now you start seeing the differences and are all beautifully made so in the northern towns you have churches and mosques uh, and the architecture is almost the same okay oil is very cheap in central asia yes and russia a lot of people want how much do you pay for oil, uh, for petrol in china china was like india like 75 india. rupees and then after that central asia is like 35 rupees okay kind of a thing <laughs> central asia and russia is 28 rupees yeah and then in uh, garki kheti 
and then when you come into Europe, it's like 120 rupees. Soviet 
history. It's got a beautiful river uh, and it's got a beach uh, on the Baltic Sea and completely unvisited by people. They are famous, popular, world class, but not spoiled yet. You know, motorcycle on rent? There, there are motorcycles on rent, yes. Okay. And there are amazing local beer. Wow. Superlative. That that makes it. That's a full circle there. <laughs> yeah. So you can do Samara, Moscow. Yeah. Beach mein wo koon sa jaga hai. And then you yeah. can do Riga. You can do Riga. And you can do this in a week? Yes, you can. Wow. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Aeroflot. Here so, I yeah. And so Riga, you will require a Shenzhen. So there's a border to cross and that's the only place you stand. Mm-hmm. After you went to European Union, there's no borders to cross. Right. Yes. So what was painful as a border crossing yeah. into uh, various countries so far, and we used to pass them like that, oh, Belgium chala gaya. Hmm. Papa, you saw the board, no? Dissolved. So you only saw the boards. Yes. You never had borders. So Latvia is Europe. Latvia is Europe. Till, till you go to the channel and into England. Even there, the, the visa is like like toll. Okay. So passport in, stamp, go. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Orange please. Safed or Kale ne kya bishat bichai hai? Safed or Kale ne kya bishat bichai hai? Jevra crossing pe haq tera nahi. Jevra crossing pe haq tera nahi. Yahan to tu har jai hai. Orange please. ओके टाटा हाय दिस इज माइक केशवर एंड दिस इज द लॉन्ग वे होम तो फ्रॉम रीगा नेक्स्ट वाज वॉरसो पोलैंड पोलैंड एंड पोलैंड इज गॉट अ रिवर व्हिच इज डजंट हैव स्ट्रक्चर्स like most of the european rivers now have walls oh, right, right. to go through the city walls are kept it like our yamuna uh-huh. and that's how it's it's very beautiful so that was amazing time in fact this is the part which the party people didn't want to end this is sorry ek din ride ek din bearing ek din ride ek din bearing this is what they wanted to do uh, so uh, poland next day was berlin berlin we had this uh, excellent moment on the great berlin wall okay Rapidly. It still exists. Parts it's of it, isn't it? There's a lot of it, and it's Achha. now uh, it's one of the most photographed monument in Europe. Door door ke lai? Ah, Indians are lejate hain. Hai na? Wali katam kar dete hain. Guju wise must have thought of it. Throw throw throw. Tuck tuck tuck. And there is a lot of graffiti there. Yeah. Uh, one of the street arts was on the Times magazine. Right. You know that this uh, Russian president and this guy kissing. You know. Oh right. German. Right right. And Russian guy kissing each other. President. The next day was uh, Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, uh, we did not go to the main city. Okay. We stayed in a village. Okay. It's called Volandum. A beautiful seaside village. Amazing windmill in your backyard. Then was Brussels. So the land of Tintin. Now Belgium. <laughs> now Belgium, yes. From, and then um, France. France. Okay. Came to France. And we just wanted to get pictured at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then was the famous day to cross the English Channel. Mm. Uh, from Paris, a place called Calais. Mm. The UK stamping of your visa happens on this side of the channel, okay. on the port of Calais. Okay. So you exit and you stamp, and it's like a toll plaza. Okay. We okay. went through a ferry. A ferry. We all decided to go do an open sky Very crossing. Nice. Okay. So we parked our bikes at the base of a ferry. Uh, we climbed up to the deck. 
How long does it take you? Cross. It's a 32 kilometer. It took two hours. I see. And then there are famous uh, white cliffs of Dover. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very famous. And also Dover Cliffs is homecoming. This is the time it started dawning on us that a very large expedition has happened. Almost. almost Yeah. And so 2.30 we crossed over. We had uh, planned to be at Ace Cafe by 5. Okay. And uh, got in time and the owner of Ace Cafe and... uh, Oilfield, UK, all these people were there Lovely. to see us. And there was a very large number of people who... And that's Mark Wilsmore himself. Mm-hmm. Mark was there. And we finished there. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Alright guys, you're live here from Ace Cafe London. So we just finished this ride of 20,000 kilometers and we are here. Rayson, well done. Congratulations for having finished this amazing ride. Thank you for bringing me here. (laughs) Oh, you You kidding yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your bike brought you here. Sarita Road all the way from Guwahati to London. And that's Tanay. Tanay, well done. Thank you. So can you turn around and show me your t-shirt? Tanay, dead to finish. India to UK. UK. Ankit. Good evening. Well done, man. The man who took most of the trouble and finally made the ride rear reach here. Neha, how do you feel about it? Uh, thank you for bringing me here. Thank Wonderful. So Thanks much. for joining us for this historic <laughs> moment. Yeah, great Wonderful. Great. Rajat, heartiest congratulations. Thank you, Mike. And this is all because of you. Very well done. It feels absolutely wonderful being here. Congratulations. It's a landmark yeah, you did in your life. Absolutely. And I'm sure you're going to and inspire. Very memorable one. Inspire many more youngsters to do Hopefully, adventures yes. like these. Yes. Bye. Bye. Yes, congratulations, Niren Bhai. Thank you very much. Same to you, sir. Niren Bhai, 60 years young boy. Young and he just bacha. finished just finished 20,000 kilometers. 22,000, in fact. 22,000 kilometers. 22,630. On Royal Enfield Himalayan. World's best bike for me. Yes. So, what is your message for youngsters? For youngsters, this message is that fearless in the world. Yes. Prakash Bhai, RTS, congratulations. Bye, Sazar Kilometer, Karke, Ace Cafe. We dream 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 bike bike solid bike Himalayan sir Himalayan Royal Enfield Himalayan This is India's first delivery of India Himalayan Yes yes wonderful Yes Tista how do you feel about completing this ride I'm very very happy Initially I was very hesitant because I have motion sickness and okay we'll be staying in new places every day shifting every day but it was a lot of fun everybody should should do it at least once in my life Yeah Mark what do you feel about adventures like these I think I'm mad you can get aircraft, you can fly here with comfort and luxury and a cups of tea at your convenience. No, it's quite heroic. And, and madness and heroism, it seems to go, goes together. Yes. And, and the undertaking has seen machines that look to be all in really good order. Yes, yes. Safe and well. Yes. They've done well. And, and I think the truth is, underneath... I'm a very old man now. I just wish I was about 30 years younger and maybe have a go at it myself. (laughs) Right, right. So Mark owns this place. Wonderful. Okay, guys, we're going to now celebrate and see you guys tomorrow. With tea.
Hi, this is Mike Keshwar. And you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Uh, so, Himalayan got a ticket for overspeeding. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> now, the story is like this. That's uh, so, so, this Hiran um, um, Bhai and Prakash Bhai, I told them one day, uh-huh. guys, come on, these guys go ahead of us. At least one day, you know, speed up yeah. and get me a ticket. Yeah. You know, uh, ki, ki Royal Field Himalayan is speeding, we'll overspeeding se ticket li. <laughs> and Hiran Bhai... He saw a police guy. And on the whole route of, I think, 600 kilometers that day, there was only one police guy. He saw him, turned around, speared two, three times in front of him. And then his guy caught him. And he says, please, jaldi se ticket kato and give me a selfie. So, he got a ticket, put a selfie. He WhatsApp to me, Mike, I got a ticket. And I had to open a champagne in the evening for him. <laughs> the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So, what, what was it like to your riding? You know, you're like in what London traffic one hour and the rest of it is one yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah, one hour. Yeah. So, how does it feel like? Feeling is like chutti hone wali hai class ki. Aakhri ke 20 minute mind jaate hi nahi ki teacher kya padha raha hai. Right. You know, it's that same feeling. Right. And so, therefore, touch. No, but there's something happening in you. No, there's no. Yeah, there's a blood. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah. a thumb happening. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of thump happening, and there are people whose wives are waiting. Somebody's family is waiting. Mark is waiting. You are also waiting to tell home that, guys, we I've, did it. I've done it. <laughs> you're doing your smiles. I'm very satisfied with my life on two aspects. One is doing something which I dreamt I will do. Second big thing, Shandy, I, I can tell you is uh, why am I a most satisfied man with my life? Is I put my children of uh, 13 years of age and 19 years of age to a world... Uh, 99.9% of the children in this world will not get to see. And this reliving while talking, big takeaway for me is, of course, I'm a satisfied man. Uh, I look back, very proud of myself and my family and children. Very proud that I made it do for people who also had this lifetime dream. As a, as a military man, I, I I learned from my training days when... I was a No, no, in which they, they gave us... Let's talk Bawarji Khan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk brass tacks. Yeah. Where was the food good? Best food, uh, Central Asia. Central Asia? Yes. Slow Gosht. cooking. Slow, Slow cooking. cooking. Gosht. And the, the, the breads are also amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Fresh. Yeah. Very fresh and baked. and Samne. Yeah. Beautiful. Wood, wood ovens? Wood ovens, yeah. Hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, like tandoor. <laughs> like tandoor. Yeah. It's the same. It's yeah. Great, great food. Food, this food is also good in Burma. So Burma has got a mix of China, India kind of a right. stuff, and uh, so I like and fish and fish. Uh, amazing fishes, river fish. Uh-huh. Lao is also a lot of meat. And so a lot of rice changing over into bread. No rice, yeah, no rice beyond uh, Thailand. All noodles and mutton and um, mm-hmm. beef and beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is amazing beer all over. Um, Which was the best beer? Beers were good everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Uh, yeah, beers were so. Uh, the fresh beers began to appear on the scene from Central Asia onwards, where okay. they had uh, freshly brewed beer, nice. and which is what we used to have, and it was very, very good. Um, Amsterdam has got solid beers, Berlin's got solid beers, Moscow's got good beers, Rita's amazing beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, it's been again fantastic. Yeah, wonderful, Chandi. Nice Super. It is so wonderful. I really wish to be connected and keep speaking to you guys. Thank you for taking our time again. I'm always there. Yeah. Hi, this is Mike Keshwar, 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 Keshwar. and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast.
तो शो समाप्त एक बार फिर से सोलवी बार सिक्सटीन टाइम्स सो थैंक यू माइक फॉर फॉर फाइंडिंग योर वे ऑल अक्रॉस यूरेजिया यूरेजिया एंड देन कमिंग बैक एंड टॉकिंग टू अस अगेन या सो ख्याल ताजा कर दिए हाँ चल जाएंगे जाएंगे हम जरूर जाएंगे <laughs> तुम्हारे चेहरे में मुस्कुराहट है <laughs> oh, man. कपड़े खरीद लिया नहीं मैं ढूंढ रहा हूँ कैसा मौसम होता है वहां पे खुश्क तो नहीं होता है <laughs> खुश्क नहीं होता नहीं खुश्क नहीं होता है खुश्क नहीं होता है नहीं <laughs> खुश होता है the other day mike was talking about how the language changes all across china and you get into central asia and so you can imagine in the ch sound the ch j uh-huh goes into the kh uh-huh ha uh-huh that kind of change over there uh-huh. so check it out and finally there results in a stiff upper lip by yeah. time you reach in <laughs> your botox by your botox by time you reach in your <laughs> So best of luck to everybody who's riding around Anita Krishnan and the girls and the girls also to Mike who's on his uh, tribute ride to Rizangla yeah starts on the 18th of August and we support that absolutely Colonel Shetan Singh and his band of uh, soldiers who laid down their lives yeah so that was um, an event that actually not many people know about yeah but uh, very important for us to remember right So, so we'll see you on the 31st now so we'll see you on the 31st of august all right by the time you would have filled in your taxes we would have filled in ours we don't have much to fill though right all right or an out or an out